Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll and on with the show. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Short Bus Debate Club on Thursday. Obviously, we are running late, so your transfers have expired and ex- exact change is necessary. Um... Maybe, I'm bright. Maybe we could do like Superman, you know, when he fly around like that. Make it make the time go back. So it's Superman three. It was the first one, I think, dude. Uh-huh. Actually, couldn't have been. Was it three? Because he fought. That's the one where he fought Zod, right? Zod was two. Maybe it was two. Oh, yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I can't remember. Those were cheesy movies too. Yeah, they were. Um. So on this Wednesday edition. We are going to talk about cheesy movies, um, corny yeah, movies. Science fiction movies. Yeah. Uh, corny science fiction, cheesy science fiction, hackney science fiction, uh, hokey. Which is such hacky. an important class of film. Like, it is just, I mean, my childhood was just peppered with fucking goofy-ass fucking science fiction movies. Well, I think everybody has seen them if, if you watch movies at all. Um, because, you know, we talked about this where a movie studio wants to juice as much as they can out of whatever, a book, a TV show, a movie that had been made before. So a lot of people have seen them, even if they don't realize that they've seen them or who knows, maybe they think they're good quality film. Which would be kind of funny, but. And don't get me wrong. When I say cheesy, corny, hacky, hokey, hackney, these are not necessarily insults because a lot of these movies I truly fucking love. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, so in case you didn't know, I'm Brian. That other guy talking is Darren. Nice to meet you. And uh, Nice to meet you too, Brian. <laughs> it's a, damn glad to meet you. Um, so, I don't know, where should we start? Do you want to kind of do like some chronological shit? Do you want to just talk about the most cheesy that, that popped into your head? Um, do you want to talk about the one that we agreed upon before we even started talking about this show? I think that's a good place to because we can kind of transition into different spaces because that, that director in relation to it. And yeah. So, so if you guys have not seen this movie, you need to go out and watch it. Um, it's important from the sci-fi perspective, but it's also important from a government who is out of, or that is out of control. And, basically oppressing all of the the people you know within its realm even though those people don't realize they're being oppressed that's what the most important thing like is is that there's this veil between you know reality and where where everybody functions at on the daily so the name of the movie is they live 
John Carpenter was the director. I think he may have written it also. Um, <laughs> the wrestler from the early 80s and maybe late 80s, Rowdy Roddy Piper, was in it. Um, there was... I never can remember his his friend's name in the movie. Black guy? Yeah. Um, I think it's Dennis something. But um, anyway, these two are in the middle of a battle. And the battle is against, well, the government, but mainly this alien species that has come down and, and taken over. And they're putting subliminal messages in everything. It's on TV, it's on the magazines, it's the newspaper, it's on billboards, it's everywhere. To obey, consume, you know. Right. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but the only way you can see this is if you are an alien or you have these special sunglasses. How did he get the glasses again? I don't remember how he got the glasses. Because there was this rebel group, and I can't remember how he ended up with the rebel group, but they were moving like out of this one house because they were they were thinking that they were about to get busted. So they were moving from the house, and this rebel group had figured out how to build these sunglasses so that you could see not only the messages, but the aliens themselves. <laughs> and he thought, these are cool sunglasses that fell out of the box. So he put them on, and, you know, for a while he didn't even realize it. But then he goes into, like, this grocery store, and it fucking freaks him out because he sees this old lady and... Now she's just like this weird skeleton-looking thing. Yeah. Um, and he insulted the old lady. I can't remember what he said to her. Something about her being an ugly bitch or something like that. Yeah. But then he saw all of the messages in the magazine rack, and he started to kind of freak out. He's taking the sunglasses off. He's putting them back on. He looks up at a TV, and he sees Ronald Reagan there and puts his glasses on. Ronald Reagan's a fucking alien. Yeah. <laughs> well, so then one of the aliens says, we've got one that can see. And these cops show up and he ends up killing a cop. And now he's a cop killer. Um, but so the, the United States government and the aliens are working very closely together. But for the, I mean, really, the aliens are in control of everything. It's but, a cahoots conspiracy. Yes. But there are certain humans that they allow to see them and that they allow you know the intelligence to to know that they live <laughs> um and that they're around his buddy's name was keith david and his name was frank in the i mean that's the real guy is keith david okay so didn't he tries to get he tries to get him to look at the glasses. Use the, isn't that why they? That's when they the ended fight? up in that fight. And Darren gave me a stat that I don't know because I never timed it. I knew it was fucking long, but he said it was the longest fight scene in any movie between between just two people. You know, and it went on for what twelve like minutes? Twelve minutes or something like that. Yeah. Just fucking stupid, hilarious. It was super long. Hacky, hacky, hacky. Well, so they ended up going their separate ways after that fight, but then this guy Frank 
comes back to him and says, okay, I, I believe you now. I know things are fucked up because at that point during the fight, Rowdy Roddy Piper had lost his sunglasses and Frank picked him up. And then later on, he started seeing all of the shit that, that Rowdy Roddy Piper had seen. So I guess the reason we kicked off that sh- this episode with that movie is because, again, John Carpenter did that movie. And I think he's probably most known for Halloween. But he did a couple of other really corny science fiction movies, which, again, I fucking love. The first one more than the second, but still. Um, So that is Escape from New York. And then Escape from L.A. So Escape from L.A., they truly broke out the fucking cheese. Um, yeah, he's, he's surfing in that scene, right? I mean, what kind of dumbass shit Yeah, is well, and they do hang gliding and all kinds of other shit. But basically, the premise behind both movies is that in New York, they wall off, I think it's Manhattan, um, and... Manhattan as a prison. So anybody who fits whatever parameter, felony murder, or, you know, really bad shit, they send to the island. The same thing happened in California. But the thing is, is that California, because of earthquakes, had actually cracked off. And so now California was an island. I um, must have really loved Kurt Russell, dude. Yeah, I think so. Because he was in those two, plus Big Trouble in Little China. And maybe something else, I don't know. What a fucking horrible actor that guy is. No, no, I don't, I don't, I can't hate on him. I mean, he, dude, I, I, you know, I mean. Tango and Cash. uh, Dude, that's, I I can, I can go with Big Trouble in Little China. I can't do Tango and Cash. That would be like watching Overboard or some shit like that, you know. Overboard? Not a good movie. Not a good movie at all. But I do still watch it. Um, so John Carpenter kind of has this, (laughs) this common thread that runs through a lot of his movies. And maybe you could kind of tie this in with even his horror movies, but basically it is again, similar to the, they live thing where we have a government that is out of control and they are oppressing people um in both escape from new york and escape from la someone important ended up in the prison and escape from new york the president's plane air force one crashed they had to go get him and he crashed on the island the president in escape from new york was actually the doctor from halloween Really? I think, I've only seen Halloween one time, dude. Um, not a big horror guy. Or at least not a horror guy like those the, the Friday the 13th Halloween. No, I'm not either. They're so fucking stupid, I just can't, you know, even understand. Like, he's always walking. And he's the, somehow... He's the, he's the speed walking champion of history. But when they show him, he's not fucking walking or anything. He's just walking at a leisurely pace. 
and these people are so stupid that they fuck up and they trip and they fall or, or whatever. But why in the fuck wouldn't you just keep running? You gotta, you just gotta stop right there. Yeah. Let the, let the narrative of horror movies, oh, my, horror movies from those times. Yeah, I know. I need to engage my willful suspension of disbelief. Um, I, I don't even think it's like that. I mean, it's like <laughs> if you're gonna watch, if you're gonna go watch Lord of the Rings, you don't you don't go little hairy people that have you know goofy feet and fucking wander around all over the place. They don't run around trying to steal shit from dragons, you right? Know? That's because that's not why you watch a movie like that or a dumbass movie like fucking Halloween. That's that's fair. I mean, but I always when I'm watching them wonder why. Um, but I I don't like them for the same reason. And I laugh a bunch. And, you know, I've gotten in trouble for laughing during those types of movies. Really? Yeah. She the ex was not pleased with the way that I watch TV or, or movies. I think that it was pretty much with most anything that was associated to you just in general. So, yeah, John Carpenter. Um, so, the only other one that I really wanted to mention, and it is definitely cheesy, um, is Ghost of Mars. So, Ice Cube and Jason Statham. Um, so, this is way new. Yeah, I want to say like 2006, 2005, something like that. Maybe 2002. Um, but Jason Statham plays a cop. Ice Cube plays a criminal. But they end up having to work together because they're fighting this alien menace on Mars. And this huge mining conglomerate was on Mars digging for some valuable ore and they ended up releasing all of these spirits of these weird goth people um and they started piercing themselves with any sort of metal shard or wood or whatever and they're making primitive weapons and they start killing everybody the reason i mention that one is because again that thread of greed and oppression are kind of there. And that's how, you know, they, they ended up releasing these, whatever the fuck you want to call them, spirit people. It, it was from 2001 and uh, on the, the stars on internet movie database, uh, it got a 4.9 out of 10. Huge numbers. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> So it's definitely cheesy. I mean, there's there's no doubt. Um, Jason Statham is addicted to some kind of drug, heroin or something along those lines. It's not a speed one. It's a, it's a take you down one. Kind yeah. Of and one of the other cops was too, and he ended up dying. But Ice Cube could recognize the, the symptoms. And anyway um, or maybe statham wasn't maybe it was the girl when and ice cube lived at the end or what? i think so uh -huh. yeah i mean again so this wasn't my favorite and i didn't really want to talk about it except for the fact that carpenter did it so i kind of wanted to i guess show that he really likes to do these kind of movies. Well, and historically, it's important. I mean, it's like a pre-nod to Eminem, you know? The black guy doesn't die in this movie, you know? So, 
So, so those are my John Carpenter movies that I wanted to talk about and kind of get out of the way. Um, between Darren and I, we've got a huge fucking list. Um, yeah, we could go on for days, but we won't do that to y'all. So, I mean, where where do you want to go from here? Is there anything on the top of your head that you really want to talk about? Uh, yeah, uh, Arnold. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like in the eighties. Like you know, whether like Running Man or Total Recall or what 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 other stupid I mean Predator yeah I mean you could uh, and uh, Predator Two was stupid but definitely like the first Predator movie when they Total came. Recall yeah. you said that. yeah uh huh but uh, the, he, like he, his films from that time period they're not they're iconic I mean they like. Total Recall. I I was having a conversation like the, the when the the oxygen, you know, they, they get thrown outside at the end of the of the um the the dome. Him and his uh love interest, and they're sitting there, trying you know gasping, trying to get air, you know, and their fucking eyes start fucking popping out of their heads because a couple other people didn't. You know, we'd seen it, you know, the as soon as like the like the um, jack-in-the-box eyeballs go boing, and then, then it's over with. But, like, and just in, the like, this this last moment, because they had started that. So there's the machine that's inside, uh, and you have to use the alien hand thing, which is four fingers and not five. And then those really hot bars come down and melt the ice. And the rods, yeah, yeah. And, and, and immediately the melting of the ice caps not only puts water on the planet, but creates, creates oxygen in the atmosphere. Yeah. And, and so much so that in spite of the fact that he and his lady friend's eyes are very, I mean, just at the very point where they should just pop out of their heads, they they immediately like get the oxygen and then they're, they're safe. It was awesome, dude. I mean, again, corny, cheesy, because um, they waited definitely over two and a half minutes for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So their heads should have exploded. Yeah, they should have, yeah. But, you know... And again, so I've got to, I've got to read the fucking book okay. because I still don't know. Like in the original Total Recall, yeah. they take a spaceship and go to Mars. Mm-hmm. In the fucking remake Total Recall, uh-huh. there's some fucking elevator. It doesn't take them to Mars, but it takes them to these mines uh-huh. or a robot factory or some shit. Um and I don't know if in the book, if it's an elevator or a spaceship. Um, well, and of course we got to mention that while they go to Mars, we did they go to Mars or was it a fantasy? You know. Oh, you mean because of the fact that he didn't know who the fuck was who? Like Sharon Stone was supposed to be his wife, but she was actually a plant. Well, yeah, and that's all at the beginning. He he wants to go on a trip. You know, and you can either go and take a trip to Mars or you can go to Total Recall and have them create this fantasy trip for you. So, see, I, I kind of hated that, and that was in both movies. But what I never could figure out is who would actually spend, you know, thousands of credits. I think they called them credits yeah, in the movie yeah. for this thing. And then they say, oh, well, you know, we can give you these add-ons like you can be a spy or an international playboy or whatever well so P- pierce pierce anthony wrote it i don't know 
You mean the book? Yeah. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was Philip K. Philip K. Dick. I really thought it was Philip K. Dick. I've got the book in my Brian Courtney Lending Library. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can pay these credits for this thing and you can pay extra for, you know, the really hot girlfriend or, or the job that you have at the time or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, if you do any of that other shit, then your brain is going to realize that it didn't happen because... You're not a spy. You're not an international playboy. So how fucking depressed would you be with this fucking thing saying, you know, two weeks ago I was a fucking international man of mystery, and now I'm fucking shoveling shit at the livery? Well, and especially because, I mean, and this is the whole Cartesian thing, like, once you start to fuck around with your ability to know whether or not something actually happened to you or didn't happen to you, your your ability to negotiate. I mean, and this is where Descartes fucks everything up because he 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 has his moment of doubt and then but immediately, you know, brings everything back by page 14 and and God's alive and you know, blah 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 blah. But in this world, and this, that's why I like like the 13th uh floor floor because um, unlike, uh, well, this one, they sort of leave it hanging out there. They don't ever tell you whether or not it was something that really happened or whether or not it was in his mind, but like the matrix, I guess the idea of it, you know, the six, you know, the, 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 the destroying it six times over and over again, but the, the I don't feel like the matrix adequately answers or even thinks about the question of if you can't tell the difference when you're in the fantasy, how can you, you know, like Inception, you know, I mean, they have the, the, the thing that you spin. The top. The top. Yeah. What, what did they call them? Your uh, totem. You, you have a totem and if it does what it's supposed to do, then, you know, the 13th floor does that the best because they, you know, they build worlds on top of worlds on top of worlds, except for during the last world. And they, they say, well, you're really awake then. But I just don't know if you can ever really know whether or not you're a brain and a vat. You know, which is, of course, that's what the, you know, in a philosophy. Well, and when you and I used to get high, even before either of us had gone to school, Uh we always talked about that. You know, what if we're just in someone else's dream, you know? Um, Or in somebody else's universe, like the medical. Or our dream or whatever, you know? There's some fucking coma patient in the hospital in fucking Tokyo, and they're dreaming all of this shit. Um the short story was called uh, "We Can Remember It for You Wholesale," and it was located. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, there's there's some stuff there, but I mean, those those. I shouldn't say those because I didn't like the second one, but the first one was awesome, and you know what. To fit into the cheesy, corny thing, you know, you mentioned their head's about to explode, but then everything is fine. But, you know, there's a girl with three tits. There's a dude with some weird head that comes out of his chest. The mutants that are affected by the uh, when the dome wasn't perfectly sealed. Right. So, which is a, an underclass. So, they really, the movie is a very sophisticated movie. I mean, they deal with so many different dimensions of... As, as hacky as it is, and as much as, you know, 
I want to hate Arnold Schwarzenegger because he was the governor of fucking California and such a fucking dipshit, and his politics were so fucking asinine. But that that was a great, really a great movie. Okay, so since you mentioned Arnold mm-hmm. being in politics, mm-hmm. I've got to mention Demolition Man. And the reason that I mention it is because when they're on their way to their fancy dinner at Taco Bell, Taco Bell, <laughs> Sandra Bullock and and Sly Stallone, another incredible are, actor, are going to Taco Bell for this fancy dinner, and she's talking and she says, "Well, you know, I did a lot of research from books that I got at." The Schwarzenegger Library. And he's like, Schwarzenegger Library? And she said, yeah, he was president because of his popularity. Even though he wasn't born here, they changed the Constitution so that people who were foreign-born could could become president. And that was a decade before he was even governor, wasn't it? Yeah, he had never been governor yet. But, I mean, it's still hysterical to think about that. Um, so hysterical. Repression, you know, I mean, weird. And that one, again, is one of those, I I don't, well, I do. I, I like the things that have a story that are really hopefully trying to shine a light on society. So there's this fucking evil doctor. He's not evil in everyone's eyes. He's the fucking savior of the world. But Dr. Raymond Cocteau, you know, after Santa Monica, Santa Barbara, and L.A. merged to make the San Angeles Metroplex. You're doing good. You're remembering all these fucking details. Um, (laughs) he, uh, He hates Dennis Leary because Dennis Leary lives underground and he does graffiti and he eats salt and gravy and meat and all of this stuff is outlawed. Sex isn't allowed. Cussing isn't allowed. You're allowed to have sex. You just have to do it. You just have to do it with your sex helmet where you don't have any body fluids. So virtual sex. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. Um no that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but according to Raymond Cocteau, you know yes. it was for the betterment of society. So there are all these fucking weirdo virgins wandering around, but everybody who lives topside and wants to follow the rules, they are you know safe and warm, and it's this fucking weird like blurry utopia. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow the rules, then you live down in the fucking storm drains and, and storm sewers and stuff and probably starve to death. And I, I, I think I know the answer and, and we've talked about it on other episodes, but I really, and maybe I should try to write it myself. It bothers me that anyone who doesn't want to follow status quo ends up being, these wretched yeah, a demon, a criminal, a deviant. Yeah. But not only that, but you end up being without anything. I mean, starving, you don't have heat or air conditioning or basic essentials, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, whatever. Yeah. It's 
far as the the people that are on the top side, and this is very time machine. I mean, it's not exactly the same thing where you get the Morlocks, but down below, and then I can't remember what they called the the little goofy people that uh, have sex all day, every day, and um, you you you. you I know what you're talking people. about, and I can't. But uh, e either way, um, it's about that that class space, and if you're down below. Uh, you, you, yeah, you, you're 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 worth less than nothing. You you're already dead in their eyes. They don't even identify you as uh, as anything. So, uh, Cocteau gets uh, uh, because Dennis Leary and his people keep causing all kinds of trouble and robbing fucking Taco Bell when they're bringing their food in. Um, he goes and uh, because criminals are frozen. What would have, they they have this little ball that they drop and then they're they're like in suspended animation in this frozen space. Uh, they they pipe all kinds of weird shit into their heads to keep their minds occupied. Well, it's more for like training for when they if they, they get really out. Come back out, yeah. Um, like they teach Sylvester Stallone how to knit. He knits, yeah. Oh my fucking god, that's so fucking. But hard. they taught Wesley Snipes how to kill. And how to do all sorts of martial arts, what he had done and how to be a computer hacker, and and a bunch of stuff that wouldn't be traditional um, corrective behavior. And he becomes the golem. I mean, in that sense, because they can't control him. They created this monster, so then they have to wake up the Demolition Man, who was put into this frozen state. Uh, improperly they they accused him of doing firing on a crowd that was uh protesting because they need they wanted food right isn't that what uh and uh they somebody opened fire when they're in the helicopter no you're thinking of running man is that that is running man holy fuck see that's arnold i'm trying so why did he end up because he oh, ended he, up blowing up blown a up building in the, in the basement all the civilians at the bottom yeah that's right sorry guys i think gals i and uh not not I just, I totally <laughs> forgot uh, the, the crossovers there. Yeah. No, I mean, but anyway, he went to jail or went to being a frozen fucking yeah. ice cube for 20 or 30 years, and he didn't do anything. But he caught Wesley Snipes at the same time. So essentially that same, they got frozen at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, and kind of got defrosted were, at the same time. They were arch nemesis. Yeah. So... And uh, so when uh, Sly wakes up, uh, they want him to save the t save San Angeles, uh, but they want to do they want him to do it in their way. But because they've lived in this state for so long, where there's no violence and there's no uh, everybody basically um, is uh, they're bought and sold inside of this fascist disposition, uh, they don't know how to deal with this again the golem that they've created. Uh, in in Wesley Snipes, so uh, Sly Sly comes out, and uh, of course, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is is the the police officer that sort of goes along the side of him, um, and uh, almost immediately um, when he gets out, because you know he's been frozen for a while and he didn't get to purge himself of all of his turds, you know, before he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And uh, they don't use toilet paper anymore. The bathrooms don't work the same. There's something uh, uh, about three seashells that we never really find out how the three seashells work. But uh, 
because uh, Sylvester Stallone is so inventive and comes up with his own solutions, uh, in this world, if you cuss, then you get fined a certain number of credits. So he walks up to the machine that gives him the credits and says, you know, fuck cocksucker, you know, goddamn son of a bitch, no ma, you know, fum pee, you know, and uh, that's, that's, you know, you got you to gotta go multilingual when you're talking about cussing. So ultimately, uh, he gets himself a bunch of pieces of paper so that he can go and wipe his ass with the paper and then clog up the toilet. Wonderful fucking movie. Three Great. seashells, man. Yeah. I, I mean, forgot about Demolition Man. I, it's one of those that, again, I totally love. Um, and it's not because Sylvester Stallone is such a great actor. <laughs> but be sure. You know, it's a it's a great flick. And between Arnold and, and Sly, they've been in a lot of those type of movies. Obviously, we're not going to talk about a lot of them, or all of them. But another one, and this is because, so, in Demolition Man, Rob Schneider is one of the cops, and he I makes fun of Sly for not knowing how to use the three seashells. Well, I don't know if it's Sylvester Stallone or if it's the casting person or what, but for some reason, Rob Schneider was also in Judge Dredd. I've never seen Judge Dredd. And he played this weird little, like, low-level con man sort of criminal. And, uh, you know, again, he was in that. So he and Sylvester Stallone kind of had to buddy up to get back into the city because they had walled everything up and everything outside was this weird wasteland. Mm -hmm. It's just a desert. Um, and so a lot of times if you were charged with something, then being cast out be would be your punishment. If you're not gonna, you're not gonna live. Right. Um, you know, so that again is another great movie. Um, not a big fan of the remake, which I know I think that I've said on on another episode. But who was in the who was in the remake? I don't know. Some dude that I've never heard of or don't <laughs> don't know. Um, but they really kind of changed it up because instead of being in this one big city, which I think was called. Mega City, they were real creative. Yeah, with that's name. a really creative name. Oh my fucking god! Um, they did all of their fighting in this one apartment building and never showed the the uh, wasteland or anything else. And and one of the better fight scenes from the original was out in the wasteland. Um, so I feel like I've been talking this entire time, dude. No, you're 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 fine. I mean, like, but the only other like, I just the reason why I really like, I mean, the, and the two others that you got to say with regards to Arnold is obviously, uh, um, the one that I made the crossover on, uh, the Running Man, Man, which was, and that was that was a book or a short story that was written by, uh, um, what Stephen King though, wasn't it? Maybe. I I I, I, I don't think, think so, but. Um, but uh, in his 
Yeah, so he ends up in trouble because of, and w did he piss him off before that and they were setting him up or what was the? Um, um, no, the whole thing was, is that he said, I'm not going to fire on these innocent people. They're yeah. just hungry. Oh, that's right. And the guy on the radio said, you've got your orders, open fire now. And he said, no. And then they gave orders to the rest of the people in the helicopter and they said, subdue him. Mm -hmm. And so he ended up getting in a fight with those guys. Mm -hmm. But then they changed the film and made it look like Arnold actually opened yeah. fire on mm -hmm. all of these innocent people. Mm -hmm. And that way they could justify it. Yeah, he, he became their cop out. He just sort of worked out that way. And so in that one, the government, again, you know, this big tyrannical organization, um, but there was an entertainment division of the Department of Justice. So, yeah, that's this, this idea of, yeah, and they're putting, they use violence and like this weird concept of violence. It's sort of like a football plus the UFC to the nth fucking degree. Right. Yeah. So they had film because the guy that ran the entertainment arm of the Department of Justice was actually, he was a real-life game show host. Um, but he was pissed because they couldn't find a good contestant. And then they saw this film of Arnold breaking out of jail. Who loves you and who do you love? <laughs> Sorry. You got pretty hyped there, dude. Well, I mean, I just wanted to... <clears throat> and so they saw Arnold and they said, well, we want him. And they said, you can't have him. And he said, you know, our ratings are going to go through the roof. So they, they got Arnold. Um, they ended up getting Maria Conchita Alonso later because she figured out that they doctored the footage. Yeah, dude, and so they threw her in there. Awesome. Um, what other fucking movie has she ever been in that you would know her name that quick? I don't know. She was kind of big in the 80s, dude. Richard Dawson was the name of the... Um, the game show yeah, host, uh, yeah. And I think he did... What's, what was that fucking Honeymooners? Predator or? Too. That's right. She was one of the cops. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. What was the other question you just asked? Beats the fuck out of me. I can't remember asking a question. You said something. That makes sense for some details, but, uh, carry on running, man. Anyway, so, you know, The Running Man is, is another really great flick. Um... Cheesy as hell, bad special effects. Arnold's pretty standard on his really corny lines, you know. Um, I mean, that was that, there were so many Arnoldisms in those. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, I mean, every time I see that it's on, I I end up watching it. Yeah, it's 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 good, and and it's what's so weird about these movies is. How much they were really picking on, picking up on tendencies that continue to sort of like flourish in our time period to where the ways in which we are effectively being uh, controlled and we keep keep us in our, you know, it's sort of like that line from Roger Waters, you know, um, what do they call it? Is it amuse yourself to death, you know, um, like running man, like, and just again, like violence, like the concept of voyeurism in relation to like these 
like when you're watching, it's like it's like seeing that horrible car wreck that you can't take your eyes away from. Well, the Romans knew. I mean, that's why they had the the Colosseum and gladiator rings. But it, I mean, the Colosseum was magnificent yeah. and it was huge, and but it was in Rome. They had lots of smaller Colosseums throughout. You know the Roman Empire. Yeah, it's not just the UFC. You gotta have Bellator and all those lower level. You know, just right. to make it up to to go and fight John Jones. You know. So I mean, and and the United States understands it too. They just know that, you know, like the NFL isn't the gladiators that everybody wants to watch. So they watch the NBA. They watch the MLB, um, MLS. Whatever. And for those of the the public that don't watch sports, then there's fucking TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Something Instagram. Yeah. It's uh, it's all opiate for the masses. All right. So what other uh, what other what other ones haven't we talked about? Okay, so this one both of us almost said simultaneously <laughs> right before we started and it is Flash Gordon. Flash. Ah. He's a protector of the universe or something along those lines. Who played Ming? I don't know, some dude with a fucking crazy ass mustache. He did have a crazy mustache. So Flash Gordon, um most of you probably know about Flash Gordon because you watched Ted or it might have been Ted too. Max von uh, Side you know, out. Yeah, he that guy's played a fucking ton of shit in his fucking day. That's a good. That's a good evil motherfucker. So Flash Gordon is a quarterback from the New York Jets. I can't remember how he ends up in this other universe. I mean, because he's away from Earth, and there's these weird flying hawk people. And there's these weird Robin Hood people, and there's all of, you know, Ming the Merciless's, you know, weird robots and, and oh, warriors. Oh, um, they have that great, the great fights on that thing, the circle thing that goes around and tilts, and then the spikes come up. And, yeah. Um, so fucking cheesy. And, and I'm not going to put this on the same category with the other ones, because this one is almost just pure fucking cheese. But it does make me laugh, and it is incredibly fucking entertaining, dude. But there wasn't any real, I mean, I don't remember any social. Like, what's so interesting about these other science fiction ones is that they do address so many weird social questions. Was the, I mean, did they address anything in... I don't flight? think so, really, other than, like, the, the Hawk people and the Robin Hood people, or maybe they were more Peter Pan people. I don't know. They were all wearing green. Um, they hated Ming, and, you know, they called him a tyrant and whatever, but they didn't necessarily show what he had done to be a tyrant. Like, obviously, he killed people, yep. but... You know, I don't know if that automatically makes you a tyrant. So there's a power differential, but they don't go anything as specifics to where... No, because they wanted to do action. You know, there's one fucking scene where instead of fighting people, he's pretending like he's on a football field and he's got this fucking weird metal ball and he's hitting people in the head with it and shit. Yeah, I actually just found it. 
like when you said that he was a football player, the first thing. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so. yeah, you know, and maybe they didn't develop those other social questions so much because they had to fucking pay Queen so much to make such a great fucking soundtrack. That might have been it. Like, all of their budget went there, and the rest was green screen. Um, so, the, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know what's on your list. I've got a whole bunch of shit on here. I mean, The Lawnmower Man with Pierce Brosnan and uh, Jeff Fahey. Um, I don't remember. What, what, I mean, it was sort of like the, an internet thing before the internet was, wasn't it? Yeah, Fahey was like the retarded landscaper. And Pierce Brosnan was this scientist, and he asked his retarded landscaper if he could, you know, do some experiments on him. And then all of a sudden, Fahey's intellect, you know, just grew exponentially. And then he finally ended up going, like, into the infrastructure. Like, he went through the wires, and, you know, now all of a sudden he was everywhere. So was he, he was controlling stuff then through the... Yeah, he and he ended up going kind of crazy and, and, you know, trying to terrorize everybody. But that one, I don't think, addressed a lot of the social questions that some of the other ones did. The only reason I mentioned it is because there were, like, truly fucking cheesy special effects. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it it was fucking horrible. Um, kind of like Hackers in the same way. But I loved Hackers. But yeah, there were a lot of technology issues in that one as far as I'm concerned. But it was like like One More Man. It was before we really knew how that stuff was. I mean, they of course, they had any time they were going uh, to hack, they had to use the dial-up. They'd do it on the fucking... Uh, they went down to Grand Central Station and did it down, down below with the fucking... Uh, Pay phones and, and they shit. went up to that one tower that time and stole, you know, a dial tone from the tower. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, a lot of the technology was right, but some of it was, was not right. The but yes, Leonardo da Vinci, like the, 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 the way that they created the visual for that was very fucking like 1991, 1989. Oh, it was horrible, horrible cheese, dude. <laughs> you know. One that I really liked that was uh, another one that was goofy, and it's another one that really talked about like government power. And uh, but I mean, this is like you want to talk about hacky. Um, was Fortress? Did you see this movie? That had uh, Christopher Lambert yes, in it. Did yeah. The only the only thing I ever remember in other than uh, Highlander. Highlander. Yep. There can be only one. <laughs> But uh, the guy, uh, who, what's the name of the guy that was running? The same guy that was the bad guy in RoboCop. Um, with the glasses. Uh, he was on that 70s show. Yeah, um, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. But he has, they, they so like the corporation runs everything. And the corporation, this is this sort of like is a, an early uh, comment on private prisons and, and whatnot. Um, all of these people are, are stuck inside of it. Uh, 
the way that they control them is through, they got like these things that they put inside of their throats or something like that, and if they fuck with them, it'll blow up their fucking neck. Kind of the same way that they did in Cloud Atlas with those, uh, uh, the, the Korean girls who were produced. Um, well, or the Running Man. They had that. They did, that's right, That because they had to get it off, and then they throw it in the box. Yeah, okay. and if you were more than like 10 feet away from your, because the, they linked them together. Yeah, they blow you up like a motherfucker. Yeah, forgot about that. So, um, but uh, I, I have no idea why. I mean, why? But it's just one of those ones where um, the way that they sort of like galvanize the prison population to, and also like again, like I said, the um, they did all this weird biotech stuff to uh, the the warden, so he was really more of a like a like a like half man, half machine. I haven't know? seen that movie. Oh, uh, you should be. You, you should watch. I think it's on uh, Tubi. You can watch it for free on Tubi. It's got commercials, but whatever. So you know, when you're talking about prisons, I didn't even write this one down on my list. But Ray Liotta was in a movie again, one of my favorites called No Escape. And when he first goes to prison his his cellmate is freaking out saying they're reading my mind and whatever and one of the rules is you can't hoard food well he had brought some food because he knew he was getting a new cellmate so he tried to give Ray Liotta food and then he's like shh don't we're think all, don't think on an island, right well at the part I'm describing they're actually in a prison okay. but then he smacks the warden for killing his cellmate or something oh. and they ship him off to that island out in the middle of nowhere so again you know government oppression private prisons all of that kind of stuff and i should have had it on my list you i don't know, know why i, I saw that movie i saw it at the uh um, the drive-in cinderella twin yeah dude <laughs> with the uh, pickle i think pickle. what what we watched that movie but i think that what happened at the movie probably is what happens at drive-ins. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we we babbled an awful lot, and I think we told you about some real good movies that are important to watch if you are a movie fan. Um, but we're coming up on 50 minutes now. Time flies. Already? Really? Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. So just real quick, I'll run through the rest of my list. I've got... Starship Troopers, truly fucking cheesy, like horrible special effects. Um, but again, you know, with all of the weird technology that they show in that movie. I know. He, well, I don't know. He did Puppet Masters, but. Um, Universal Soldier, I Come in Peace, Mars Attacks, Inner Space, Predator. And that, that pretty much clears my list. Okay, so um, the other ones that I didn't uh, didn't I mean we and this is the really cool. I mean, if you don't look, what does science fiction exist for? It it exists for us to go through the process of social dreaming, and this is a really fun way and like imagining the directions that we're at, that we're going to, uh, possibilities, and it, this is a way of kind of doing it in a way where it's not like you're so committed to the direction of it. You're just kind of laughing about it and thinking about it at the same time. But uh, either way, so did you say Spaceballs? No. Okay, so that, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, um, Ghostbusters, 
Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Real Genius, Brazil, uh, Men in Black, Idiocracy, Weird Science, um, The Fifth Element, uh, The Truman Show. Did you say short Dude, circuit? you had some great fucking <laughs> movies on that <laughs> list. Ice Pirates, the, one of the goofiest fucking movies in the history of the universe. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I have it on VHS downstairs. Uh, Cherry 2000, uh, Dr. Strangelove, Sleeper, we said Young Frankenstein, right? Nine of the Comet, Back to the Future, Brazil, uh, all the Star Trek films, uh, all the Marvel films, Alien, and Alien Nation. Uh, Alien Nation was a was a stupid fun one, too. I started to write down Alien Nation, but then I thought, well, we've talked about it on at least two episodes already, so I'm going to lay off on that it, one. It's the best, you but know? you mentioned Cherry 2000, and that reminded me of Tank Girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of really good shit out there that is really bad. Um, whether it's bad special effects, bad acting, bad writing. Um, but you know, the, the general premise of, of most of these movies is, you know, man against government, man against technology, not really man against nature so much. Um, but Terminator. I didn't think about that. Those are not as hacky though. That's yeah, more, I didn't put Terminator film. down because you know that was James Cameron and probably his best movie. He's such an idiot. Um, you know, but but there and and some of them are just so fucking stupid. Mars Attacks makes me fucking laugh hysterically, and I've I've seen it a whole bunch of times. I've never seen it. I Come in Peace makes me laugh hysterically, and it's not supposed to be funny, I don't think. Dolph Lundgren is in it. Um, He's another great, great actor. Right. But they, uh, I don't know, there's this fucking bad alien that comes down because they're getting some sort of drug, and I can't remember if they get the drug from killing humans but it's essentially like heroin to these aliens. So he's just a drug dealer. He's a smuggler. And Dolph Lundgren comes down to stop him, and he ends up having to buddy up with a human cop here, and they're chasing him around. Um, You know, Universal Soldier, Dolph Lundgren's in that too. Um, Horrible, horrible fucking movie. Um, Soldier with Kurt Russell. I haven't seen that one, but I mean, if it's got Kurt Russell in it, it's got to be a masterpiece. Absolutely. The Academy Award gave it a nod or two. Um, So, you know, go out there, watch a movie, take, you know, some of our suggestions or don't. Or if you think that we missed any that we should have talked about. Yeah. send, Send it, you know, send us an email. Give us a text or... Let us know. Or just call us. Yeah, we're here. 720-334-ROLL. Or you can email us at shortbusdebateclub at yahoo.com. So that is the Wednesday edition on Thursday. And, uh, well, on Friday, we are going to talk about the death of online gaming.
And I don't know if we've got anything planned for next week yet or not, but we'll let you know. Indeed we will. All right, people. Thanks for listening. Hasta la vista, baby. (laughs) We'll talk to you later.